0: episode 130 welcome i'm shane hazel your host i appreciate everybody hanging out with us tonight i've got a spectacular guest for you guys i'm super excited i have been talking about this for over i think a month and a half two months now that we are going to uh, go down to atlanta Smith's old bar this friday at nine o'clock do a live podcast and followed up with some great music by zach deputy and today, I have the honor of introducing that amazing artist to everybody here on Radical. So you uh, you get to meet him and, and and learn a little bit more about him before the show. Uh, please welcome to Radical, Zach Deputy. What's, What's happening, up? brother?
1: Yeah, man, same old. Hey. <laughs> Join the day off, playing a little disc golf with the family. That's why I'm a little oh
0: no kidding sweaty. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, where are we?
1: Are, are you down in South Carolina? No, I'm uh I'm right outside of Savannah. Okay, uh, right a little they, in this town called Pooler. They say it's cooler and Pooler, but it's it's a bunch of lies. <laughs> I was
0: gonna say it's gotta be one of the, the hottest, thickest places in the world, especially after that little depression just came through there, huh? Yeah, it's moist,
1: man. It is. Uh, it's, thick, <laughs> it's thick out there right now. It's a, you know it's that kind of um that kind of moist where you're sweating and you're not even sweating, you're just wet just yeah the
0: air. it just yeah, walk through cool. it and it just like sticks yeah. to you yeah it's yeah. good. It's don't good good come like to right now. don't come to georgia we don't need any more people let's talk them out of it with the uh the weather down here right
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean it's good it's good when other places aren't good but then once it's summertime <laughs>
0: Ooh, man it's That's hot no fun yeah Gross. Yeah, well, hey, I appreciate you joining me, man. I'm, I'm excited to kind of do this collaboration. Have you ever done something like this in the past, like a, a live podcast and then go on for the, the main event? I don't do it a lot, you know, like I'm, uh, but yeah, I've, I've obviously chatted
1: chatted it up online. But, um, you know, I like this face-to-face thing. I hate like telephones and stuff like that. So like our interviews, if it's just podcast, I like want my face to be there. So I kind of I steer away from that. But, yeah, no, I don't do it often. I'm kind of a recluse. I'm kind of like anti-celebrity celebrity. I don't really want to be out there. I just happen to want to play music for a living.
0: You know what I mean? I get it, man. I just want to be free. I want nothing to do with this political (laughs) bullshit. It's just like, oh, yeah. So god awful, terrible. You're just like, I don't want anything to do with this. You know, it's, you know, it's cool (laughs) if you do it well enough to where, you know, you can, you know, you can affect some change or hit some hearts or change some minds or, or, you know, just reach, you know, the people that you want to reach. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, when you're, when I'm backed into a corner, I'm like, oh, gosh, I guess I have to fight now you know, and when it comes to freedom, that's, I guess that's where I draw my line where I'm like, oh man, I'm running out of space for this freedom thing. I guess I better start speaking up now, you know, cause if not, we're
0: all doomed, not just me, but everybody, you know, I wasn't even going to hit you up about politics, man, but it sounds like you're pretty Liberty minded, huh?
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I am. I mean, it's the, it's the closest thing to smallest government possible. Believe in the people, you know, freedom to do whatever you do unless what you do is hurting somebody else it's pretty simple you know to
0: me (laughs) it seems real simple right it's like don't hurt people don't take their stuff yeah my kids get it
1: yeah you're just born with that inside of you it's like no that's logical yeah do if it's not affecting anybody then
0: who cares yeah, no, I, I'd be exactly right. I was tweeting the other day. I said, you know, when the hell did America give a shit like what other people thought of them as long as they weren't hurting anybody, right? And like. Yeah. I, I The only thing I can think of now is the fact that the murder cult touches everything. So those are the people that are scared of you know people's thoughts, people talking, people getting along, being together from different backgrounds and ages and faiths and everything else, right?
1: Yeah, only the people who want to control the ideas of human beings are getting upset about other people's opinions and ideas and stuff. You know, it's just a control thing. And, and there's a lot of minions who, you know, they're controlled by their compassion of those overlords who kind of put the ideas out there. So there's a lot of good people that I disagree with. So I'm not I'm not blanket stating all of them, but a lot of them through their own compassion and they think they're on the right side. But at the same time, they're just burning people at the stake because of their own beliefs. And it's like, can't you see that that's obviously the word we call hate?
0: Yeah, man. Well, I didn't hear it. I I, I even give him even a further route in trying to, you know, you know, be human with them right is like hey you know like i get it you were indoctrinated from the time you were five years old by the murder cult like i get yeah. it like it's not like you never heard of this liberty stuff over here you don't know it's uh it's writers it's storytellers you don't know it's concepts it's principles like that's a really easy out for most people it's like yeah you know maybe you're right maybe i could give this an opportunity because you know not hurting people and taking their stuff like i don't do that on a daily basis anyway right like 90 percent of people are yeah, I don't go through the day hurting people or taking their stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's, if they would open their ears to hear it, I, it's hard to find people who disagree with, uh, you know, a, a liberty minded person and just basic freedoms. It's, it's just, what's natural in all of us. But the conversation, it's just like, it's shut down before it even gets there. They're like, la, la, la. I don't want to agree with you. I don't want to get to a point where I, oh, well, it might be just basic truth in my ear. You know, they're like, no, they'd rather call you a name or. Or just shut you down before you even start talking. They don't want to admit that there might be an opinion out there. It's <laughs> not in their camp. That's why I hate camps so much because it's shuts down ideas. Yeah, tribalism. It just shuts down ideas.
0: Well, it's, you know? it's also this form of groupthink, right? Where, like, you know, like because you, you know, we get called racist, we get called biggest, sexist, homophobes, every <laughs> type of ism and phobia out there is for like, you know, yeah. you, you guys are the ones that are telling people they should act a certain way that they should, you know, eat certain things that they should walk a certain way, talk a certain way, believe certain things because mm-hmm. of the way they look I'm like how yeah. like do you got see a little bit of the irony in that.
1: It's cra- It's crazy, you know, and then if you don't fit their idea where they think it doesn't matter the way you look anyways, you know, that that has nothing to do with it. That's it's right. Like, I, I, I've been surprised at all the things that I've been called and you know i look like i'm a you know some weird scottish viking or something but <laughs> you know underneath it i'm i'm puerto rican i'm i'm west indian i'm jewish i'm indian i'm, I'm a mud of mutts of mutts i'm an american right that that's right. why this country is awesome it's cuz we're this great you know mix of all these awesome cultures yeah. to become a culture in itself
0: you know Pe- people came here and mixed a lot of things up you know a lot of good things stayed a lot of bad things have gone away i yeah. mean that's that's a, like we i don't think people give enough credit to how much terrible shit has gone you know extinct here in america yeah. not you know just just here and to say i mean look, look at how different the south is from you know the time i was growing up and probably the time you were growing, you've got to be about my age, I imagine. And and it's like, you know, to to think, you know, when we were growing up, I don't know about you, but like people, you know, who were gay were not out, man. Like they, especially if they were young, they it was not a thing, really. No, well, I mean, my uncle was always out, but you know, it's <laughs> everybody's got the one uncle. Everybody's got
1: the one uncle. It, you know, it was always, you know, I never remembered a time where he wasn't. So, but. It wasn't it wasn't promoted like, oh, this is the coolest thing in the world. He just was that way. But I never remember I mean, my uncle, he's told me stories about people messing with him and him knocking their teeth out. And he's like, that's the last time anybody
0: <laughs> messed with me about it.
1: <laughs> but yeah, yeah. It's like I think for the most part, there's always gonna be people looking to make fun of people who are different. Yeah. you yeah. and you're never gonna get rid of that. You know, it's just uh it's just cultural hazing.
0: Well, oh, it, I, I think there's a, you know, a component about that, like in your lower brain, right? You got a lower brain that's kind of primitive. You got an upper brain where, you know, the, the people strive and make advancements in humanity, right? And that lower brain, a lot of t- times, if something's different and they're like, what is that? You know, it's, it's, it's kind of like that old tribal, you know, caveman thing. If they don't know what it is, they get the stick out and they start poking at it and like, Shh, man, that. I don't know, man. Can we eat it? Can we eat it? Can we do something with it? Is it going to be useful? Is it going to kill us? Right. And so yeah. be like, I don't care, you know, through evolution and just time around things that's changed. Right. It's like, you know, you don't have to be scared of people who are gay or who are Islam or who are, you know, Catholics or whatever. I mean, just the priest. Yeah. Not Not everybody else. Right. Like, <laughs> it's, it's, um, it, it's changed, I think a lot in our lifetime. And I think it's really, it's, really it's cool. It's a you know, weird basically. thing for someone yeah.
1: to be like, I am never going to have sex and I'm going to wear a robe for the rest of my life. He's <laughs> <You're laughs> just asking for trouble, right? Like, that's just weird. Yeah. Like, I mean, get a wife. Yeah, I used
0: to be Catholic, so I can say this kind of shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, <laughs> totally, uh, my whole my totally. theory about everything
1: is, make fun of everything everything should be able to be made fun of it doesn't matter what it is if it's a race if it's uh culture if it's sexual orientation if you can't at least be jovial with it then there's something like going wrong you know because like i always use the wolf pack analogy if you're part of the same wolf pack then you can nibble each other's ears and nobody's gonna nobody's gonna freak out and bite you you know and I think culturally we need to be okay with that you need to be okay with idiots and my whole opinion is if people feel free to speak then we'll know the people we need to stay away from anyways we'll be like oh my gosh look what this guy thinks
0: I love that yeah absolutely (laughs) I mean and to your point can you imagine like with everything that the government's adopted and the murder cults adopted can you imagine if they adopted comedy I was thinking about this the other day I was like if they if if the government was in charge of comedy like (laughs) oh god it wouldn't be good it it would be
1: yeah i i think they are to a degree sadly enough right these days that's why it's not as funny anymore
0: yeah i mean i i guess it's one big joke up there on capitol hill and you know it's not funny at all anymore it's just sad you're sitting there looking at joe biden and and nancy pelosi
1: yeah it's funny but it wasn't meant to be but it is it is hilarious (laughs) it really is the best show on tv is politics and and for all the wrong reasons you know
0: yeah well i mean they're, they're, they deemed themselves essential last year so we still had that satire drama going on in oh, our yeah. lives man yeah. um yeah. let's uh, l- maybe maybe let's get into that man all right, so you're you're back up and playing i imagine and and starting yeah. to to get some some gigs and some shows yeah i'm
1: making that making that noise man it's it's been nice it's, it's what I it's all i've ever known to do you know i'm a high school dropout I said, uh, I'm going to play music, and that's it. That's all I ever done. And not being able to play for a year, I did like 12 shows in 12 months. Not being able to play for a year was was bad for my mind, my body, my soul, my everything. And so being able to get out there is great. And seeing people eye to eye, face to face, hugging people, you know, and, and feeling real energy again is like there's no words that I can put into being like, uh, oh, yeah. There's life out there, you know,
0: a, and, uh, yeah. I, I I wanted to ask you, how, you were I mean, imagine just the venues where you could go play and have people around were, were shut down. How long have you been back up and running?
1: Um. Well, I started playing local gigs like probably four months ago, like just weekly, just to be like, okay, I can play music again. Like, you know, do I know how to do this? <laughs> so almost um, a year, right? Yeah, I went from March um, to over the next March where it was like one show a month at that wow. some months, no shows. Um, so I went over a year with not have I did 10 uh, percent, I think, gross uh, income that I normally do in a normal year mm-hmm. in that year. Um, God. So for my whole company. Uh, so it, luckily, I'm, I'm famous for being a solo artist, so I can literally go out there and do everything myself, wear every hat, you know, and still make it happen and and make enough money to provide. And I don't have any vices. Um, So, you know, I'm good with with money. I make a
0: little bit, I'll stretch it out. I'm I'm a survivor. Yeah, so i mean there's a lot there that i wanted to talk about because man i mean first and foremost your high school dropout and you run a business that's that's incredible how yeah. in the world can that happen without the blessing of the, the <laughs> government uh for for a musician
1: i know isn't it i don't understand why it's not weird for people that you have to have this this paper that says you're good at something to practice it you know like in yeah. any field like if there's a doctor and he says he's a doctor, but he's not a good doctor, everybody's going to know, and he's not going to be a doctor, right? If he killed like, Jeff. Yeah. It, <laughs> it was a hangnail. <laughs> it, this country is so weird. You have a nutritionalist who's, like, healing cancer, and um, – they shut them down. They're like, Oh, you can't heal people with oranges or grapefruits or whatever the hell they're doing. You know, they're like, you must go down this path, this, <laughs> this daggum path that we set forth for everybody. That's a monopoly where we make money and you don't, you know, and it, it, it blows my mind that people just bought into the system because we all, we, the majority has to mentally buy into the system for the system to even work. You know, it's an illusion in itself. If we all just said, okay, this industry is just bogus for this. I'm, I'm going to go listen to this guy instead of that guy. And I don't care if he has a paper or not, then the whole system would implode on itself. But so many people have bought into it that it's,
0: you know, it's a joke. no, I, no, I, you're, you're 100% right. in, in the fact that, um, you know, that you're, a looper as well i think is you know something that's really really incredible i mean you've been doing this since what about 2000 2001
1: yeah it's, it's been like uh 20 i think tw- a little over 20 years i've been looping
0: so you've been did, did you start looping like right before you dropped out of high school or well i um were you just playing fu-
1: those years are really fuzzy like far our- first <laughs> Put them together like I and I think I always uh, chronologically get them mixed up. I, my first gigs professionally, I was around 16 and I think around 18 or so, I started looping. Um, okay. And then I, I always what, thought what, I was gonna begin. That? That's a good question. Um, probably 99 or 2000.
0: I mean, that's that's hard technology wise, then, right? I mean, like, what, what are you getting into with the equipment at that point to, to start looping? Um,
1: well, when I started looping, I had a, um, a an octave pedal. It's a boss octave pedal for my bass. So okay. I changed it to a lower on my guitar. I had a guitar and an octave pedal, and then I had a microphone. And I would put that through a mixer, and that would go into my looper. And that way I could do my beatbox. And I would do the beat like that, and then I, I would play the bass on my Octave thing and then uh, put it all together. Back then it was awesome too because nobody, nobody have ever beatboxed um, and put these big grooves together before me. There were some people looping uh, to the credit. Uh, Keller looped, but I didn't see Keller till after I, I'd been looping for two years. Brock Butler looped back in Savannah. Um, he was the first looper I ever saw, but he used to do the, the drum beat on his guitar. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Oh, that's cool," but I want a beatbox, and so I'm I'm the first one that that ever really put like big grooves together on the loop machine. And back then, people were just like, "What are you doing?" So it re- it really helped catapult me onto the scene because I kind of made a wave and surfed it before anybody else did with the oh, technology and with the style. And and now there's like there's like three guys who do it in every town across the country. So I like to think that I was a big part of <laughs> inspiring. hundreds and hundreds of thousands of livings out there
0: but you know it's it's kind of cool to see i i mean the 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 fact that there's that much talent in one person musically is i mean it's insane and 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 maybe you know uh i should probably back up and you know we should talk about you know what a looper is in terms of musicality because i imagine there's some people that that really don't know
1: yeah well it it makes music go in loops you know everything's in loops but it, it records it and then plays it back so if you you have a point where you start it like if you started something you're like <sharp singingienda�� suffer from> and then you could repeat it <ainsijud>、<darlingresses> and then that would repeat as much as you want you could do other stuff on top i can play the guitar on top and before you know it you have a whole band with the bass and you got a big groove and then you start going with it and hopefully by then people are dancing and you're off to the show yeah
0: (laughs) yeah that's the thing is like i when um then when Chris Coy uh you know, said, "Hey man, what do you think about this idea? I've got this guy Zach down here, uh, and he's a looper, and I think you guys would get it together and just crush." And I was like, "Oh yeah, man. Let me let me look him up." And I, you know, I started you know finding some of your videos out there, at some of the different festivals and stuff. And I was like, by the time you actually got into like singing some of the songs, I was just like. What in the world, man? How did, like, this is just, it's too amazing. You, you, you're, I don't know, you're you, this, I don't know, you've already seen it. Like this silly, stupid grin creeps across my face because like, I like what, it. what drives me just to all glee possible is seeing people who are masters of their passion right? And I, I think yeah. you're one of those guys, right? And then you just, you've got this natural like presence. You're confident. You've just, I mean, you go out there and you start building those tracks and all of a sudden, then this voice comes out. And this is something I wanted to talk to you about is because I, you know, I don't, I don't know when that comes around for some people. And I think, you know, those really good, strong male voices out there and, and music is something I've always been really gravitated toward, you know? And and so like, I guess my question is, is like, when did you find that man? Like, when did you find that voice that you have? Well,
1: I found it internally when I was really young. Um, I would say like probably when I was eight, I had this epiphany when I was eight, um, and i i would when i was by myself i'd always just sing and sing and sing but i had a song in my heart and it was just playing and i was dancing i was by myself and i was having the best time more than anything i ever heard and then i had this epiphany and i said i said to myself if i can get what's in here out then it would be the greatest thing ever cuz i was com- completely convinced that what was happening on the inside of me as a little kid was the best thing ever and so it's been like a mission um to get what is inside of me outside of me ever since then um so the song originated on the inside and i've been working on it ever since on the outside and still learning and still growing to this day but you know it what's inside i believe is pure and what's outside will always be distorted to a degree that doesn't mean don't try to do it but when I'm performing my best, I'm not even thinking about what I'm doing in the physical world. Right. I'm just like delighted and so joyful about what's happening on the inside. And then like I check in, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm at a show. There's people here. <laughs> and then I go back to my, my world. And that's when I'm like really, really just hitting my stride. So still to this day, it's it's all about what's inside. But people ask me like, oh, you were born. You're born with that? And it's like, no, man, when I was 15, I sounded like a wolf. You know?
0: <laughs> that's, I, I guess that's where I was going is like, you know, like, when did you start singing out loud, man? Like, were you w- 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 one of those kids? I mean, like, my daughter, man, she'll just walk around the house. She sounds, you know, terrible. I love that she sings and I'm, I love yeah. that she wants to sing, but like, at what point does it get good? Um, I,
1: think as a, I think as a singer, I mean, there are some really young singers, but a lot of great singers like Ray Charles is my favorite singer ever. Um, you know, besides me, because I'd rather sing than listen to somebody else sing, no offense to anybody else, but I'm not saying I'm better than them. I'm just, that's what I would, I'm a singer. I'd rather sing. want to do. But, it. Uh, but Ray, his earlier albums were not as good as his later albums. I, I think depending on the type of music, but the type of music I like, it like peaks out at probably mid thirties to mid fifties, even sixties. You can master it and it keeps growing and getting better and better and better and better. Um, But when you're young, you have this thing that you can't have when you're old. That's precious because it's on a time limit. There's certain inflections that young singers do that you just can't do when you're older. Um, And that's a cool thing too. But, uh, I don't know. I'm a way better singer now than I was when I was younger for me yeah.
0: personally. When, when, when did you f- feel like you were ready to take it out on a stage and, and let it loose? Oh, I don't know. I'm still some, still sometimes <laughs> I wonder if I'm ready.
1: <laughs> oh, you're right. I, like I like to stay in that, that frame of mind. Cause it keeps me honest. Yeah. But like my first gig, my uncle Grady, Um, he just came home. He came to our house one day. He's like, I got you a gig. And I'm like, Oh, <laughs> I'm like, Oh, I didn't have-
0: I didn't ask for a gig. He's like, like a fun guy. <laughs> Every Tuesday,
1: here we go. I'm like, all right, let's. See. Yeah, he's fun. He's he should, he's so much fun. He should get paid for it himself. He's he's a wild man, but he's awesome. Um, but yeah, so I got my my first gigs. So my uncle Grady just kind of went out there and pimped me out, and I just didn't say no. And uh, it kind of happened like that. I was a very shy kid, super shy. Like if if my uncle didn't do that for me. I probably wouldn't be playing music today, you know. He kind of like kicked me out the door and got me rolling.
0: Yeah, yeah. it's it's
1: did, did you take any voice lessons by any chance? No, but I studied, you know. I studied voice. Um I still study voice. YouTube or Well, I'm so old that whenever I first started studying voice, it was in books and I'm like, "Oh, that's a that's a chest voice. That's a head voice." And there's a falsetto and a whistle and i'm like yeah, looking at diaphragms you know I'm like oh <laughs> looking at pictures and trying to go do it you know falsetto. <laughs> <laughs> we
0: were cavemen,
1: man. yeah back, back in the stone ages when we used to read uh books with paper remember that? oh man <laughs> crazy time wasn't it yeah oh. So yeah, I, I I had gotten to a point before YouTube was a thing where I had already got a grasp of all the registers of the vocal condition, you know. So yeah, I haven't really um, liked that much.
0: My my speaking of like my my daughter who loves just loves you know song and dance and all that kind of. St- stuff be like her brothers are not a real big fan of her singing and so they're you know they'll tell her hey it's knock it off you got to go somewhere else and practice it and so um we were you know putting her in bed the other night and she said, i think she heard a little feel feels were hurt and you know we started talking about it and i i had to say you know this is not something that you're just going to be able to do. This is, you know, if you want to be good at singing, you're going to have to put some work in. Uh, And I showed her the, uh, the, 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 you know, the smelly cat song by Phoebe. And then fast forward to this, you know, this friends reunion where lady Gaga comes out and sings smelly cat with Phoebe. And you say, here's the difference between somebody who's really worked their butt off and somebody who kind of just was like, yeah, I'll I'll pick up a a guitar and maybe play a little bit. Is, is that kind of, you know, is that one of those things that um, you would tell, you know, younger people who were maybe looking at uh, a, a, you know, a passion in, in music, like how much, how much do you have to work at this? Well, I believe like you, there's two routes,
1: either you love it, so much that you're doing it all the time out of love, you're not even really thinking about it as work. Yeah, or you approach it like, "Hey, I really have to work my butt off to ever be in any kind of uh, state where this is good." It, at the end of the day, there's going to be a lot of man hours, regardless. You know, there's um, we're like swords. You, we're all born with a certain type of metal. That metal might be stronger. Weaker, lighter than others, but we all must sharpen that sword for it to be a good sword to use. Right? Like nobody's just born. Like, oh, he's a natural singer with a six octave range and he just hits it perfectly. Like, no, that doesn't exist. That's somebody who's worked at it. That's somebody who has spent the time to do it. A lot of people think that it's all magic, and there are gifts, but those gifts, if you don't exercise them, they they're not going to become gifts. You know, if Michael if Michael Jordan just sat at home all week long and then went to the game on Thursday, he would be, he'd be Bush league. You know, it would, it would be good at all. You know, he worked his butt off to be the greatest of all time, you know? And um, as a musician, if you love it, then it's not working, but you're, you're definitely going to be crafting your skills. And I've been doing this man for 23 years. I've been playing professional music. Wow and I'm still just growing and understanding things in a deeper and more meaningful way and I think that's so awesome you know I, I'll probably go to my old man deathbed and still be wondering about why this transition cord fits with this this sequence and being like, ah and I love that you know it never ends And so I have a work that I can do for the rest of my life that I could spend time on that I can ponder that I can pound. It's, it's awesome. That's why I love it. But I love it more today than I ever have. And for me, it's the love that drives me because if I don't love it, I can't do it. Like, and, and, and so for me, it's just one passion project um, for eternity.
0: I love it, man. I mean, this is exactly why I do this is because I can pour hours into it and I don't feel like I'm working, you know, and, and to, yeah. to be able to to get out and, and have conversations with great people like yourself and, and to learn and to hear different stories and different lives, you know, to, to, to see the, the hopes and the aspirations and the learning and the You know, the the peaks of just great success come through with people who do, you know, really, really foster that passion into a genius. um, And you lift people with that, man. That's that's it's amazing how how that whole equation just works. Yeah. Yeah. It's a
1: you we find true meaning in life through whatever way we can sacrifice for the greater good, you know. And when you find that way, like, oh, I can I can take my time. I can do this. And it's going to make the greater good grow in some way, you know, yeah. and I found my way with music and, and it had to be from God. Cause without that, dude, <laughs> I don't know what I would be doing. I have like no clue what else to do. Right. <laughs> I,
0: do, I, I don't have to plan me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm, I'm still trying to find Plan A here, you know, and m- make it all work. And I was on Plan B for way too long, you know. When you start out with Plan B, well, you know, there, there's there's places to go. But uh, you guys who are you know fresh out of the box entrepreneur types, man, that's a uh, that's a different breed for sure. And I yeah. think it's I think it's I think it's one that America was really built on to begin with, right? Is like people. You know that could go and do whatever you know that whatever their soul was pleased by it was just like man, this is this is really cool. Um, the 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 idea. I mean, you talk of a lot of like peace and love and all that kind of stuff, man. Um, here in Georgia, a lot of the medicinal type of uh, I don't know, cannabis, psilocybin, and all that. You know, is illegal, and I, you know. i'm not trying to get anybody in trouble or anything is that something that you know maybe helped perpetuate you down that path or was it more just you know your your upbringing
1: no no i mean first of all i think you know if god created it it should be legal like who the hell is there to say that shouldn't be but no in my opinion it did not help me um (laughs) i mean in in all honesty like you know like it's it's part of my walk it's part of my journey for sure Mm -hmm. um but, um, like, now I'm completely sober now um, from anything, and I feel like I can go deeper and deeper than I ever have before. Um, but to me, like, you know, from a political standpoint, it if something helps somebody and you are not that somebody, how can you tell them it does or doesn't help them? You know, it's their experience. I'm sitting here saying my experience is it doesn't help me but how could you get in the way of somebody else in their experience where it says it does help them? You know, that's my whole, my whole philosophy with it. It's like, who the hell do I think I am to tell you what your experience is, you know? And that's why I love people because we get to share these experiences. And even if these experiences kind of clash and they come to a different conclusion, both experiences are still true and still valid and still can be learned from, you know? But no, I, I tried to find, I try to find joy with, with, uh, inwardly. Um, and, uh, that's where I kind of, I go in to shoot out to the world, but that's where I find my inspiration is on the inside. I don't know if that sounds too cosmic or anything, but
0: I like that man. No. And I think that's, you know, first and foremost, listen up boys and girls. Like the, the fact that you don't want to do something or don't like something, uh, is, uh, you know, you don't have to ban it or have people with guns and badges go after people, uh, that are peaceful, uh, for that <laughs> yeah. thing, obviously. Right. So, um, that that's really, that's really kick ass point of view. Uh, it's going to fit right in down, uh, with our crowd at on the, uh, on Friday, the, <clears throat> the whole thing uh there where, where you talk about looking inward i man boy i my daughter keeps coming up man I, I, it's what we talked about this the other night she's kind of scared and you know brothers were, you know brothers are brothers and she's you know got company and everything else so we brought her into our room uh before she went to bed and she was a mess just crying you know and you know one of the things that i'll do with her is just have her breathe right just hey We're not going to, we don't need to talk for a second. Just let's get our breathing back. You know, let's, let's, let's focus there and then work outward. Right. it's like, and as soon as you start doing that kind of thing, like where you do look inside and you'd be like, yeah, I'm breathing. Right. Like if I'm breathing, uh, I'm, I'm pretty good. Uh, if you know, I've got dexterity and all this other stuff. I'm even better and then you can just take account. and before you know it, you know she's not crying anymore she's she's still she's peace she's looking around and we're taking you know note of everything that's you know in the room that's good and in her life that's good and you're like hey life isn't so bad is it and she's got to say no right <laughs> she's she's focused on on what really really matters and outside of that you're like yeah no. so trust me I man I'm very cosmic and I, I look <laughs> it's just yeah. one of those things like i'm all about that inward search because if you don't have that right then you definitely are probably not going to have great interactions with people uh yeah. you know, that you come in contact with either
1: yeah yeah i've learned that like you know cuz i've changed a lot over the years and i used to try to like just for out of simplicity of life play the part like the the, the person next to me wanted me to play to get on to the next situation and um I'll bring up my daughter. Like this really changed me a big in my life. I I, like dedicated myself. I'm like, whatever man I would be in front of my daughter. I want to now be that wherever I am that way. I never have to think like, I I got sick of thinking like, what should I be? (laughs) You know what? I want to simplify this. And I want to be the man that like my daughter, could look up to I I don't want to contradict myself I want to be the same person and I thought of that man that imaginary vision of a man and then I started being that wherever I I was but to be that man I had to offend some people sometime you know yeah impossible
0: not to be everything Uh, to everybody somebody's always offended especially in 2021 (laughs) for god's sakes
1: but the good part of it is when I finally just going to be myself all the time Um, when you really connect with somebody, you really connect with somebody, you know, they're not connecting with the character. They're, they're connecting with the true authentic you. And what I found is when I make those connections, they're life connections, they're no longer like, Oh, cool. We had a moment, uh, see in 10 years when they see in 10 years, they, they run across the same thing they connected with before. And that connection is never lost. And so I have found like fewer people I connect with deeply, but they're adding up and now it's added up to just crazy numbers of people that I feel deeply connected to. And so, uh, it's, it's, it's addictive to be yourself always and connect with people on a level always. And, uh, um, I don't know how I got into this. Uh I
0: know. love it, man. This is this is my <laughs> kind of stuff right here. Like when I can talk to dudes about like, you know, what what's really important, you know, whether it's life and spirituality or how they interact with their family or lessons that they, they've learned because they've messed up somewhere. Like that's the like that's what this is about. Like that's what I love talking yeah. about more than anything. Um so you're your dad, just, just the one daughter? Just the one daughter, yeah. That's enough, isn't it? No. Well, well
1: <laughs> I I hopefully will I'll have like 42 more but you know just the one daughter right now we'll, we'll see you know I got a I got married last year we'll see if if my wife's uterus can pop out you know 38 39 more but I don't think so we'll see how, how old is your daughter uh, she's 12. Oh wow she's man 12, and she's already taller than her mama wow, she's uh man. like almost
0: 5 8 now maybe 5 8 that's, a, that's about the age that i think i'm really scared of yeah <laughs> it's <just> like <laughs> hormones are kind of getting nuts yeah. at that age with them and everything
1: she's she's never i don't know i have zero complaints with my daughter except for when she was a baby baby she did not sleep and that was a nightmare but other than that she's been great um she just came of age and i i'd be lying if i didn't say i cried like i was like oh man you know like uh oh, she's gonna she's going to be an adult and she's going to have to deal with this world herself. And I, I had a, I had a tear cause you know, like innocence is awesome and yeah, she it could put it all on daddy and she could put it all on mama and we could take it all for her. But just the thought that she's going to be an adult one day and she's going to have to face this world herself, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and and yeah. realizing that uh, I guess it, that's why it's come to this point in my life, this crefaces where I'm like, I have to fight for freedom even if it, if it hurts me, because, you know, if I don't at least attempt to make a better world um, for the future, then like, who am I? I'm not a good dad, you know? So you have to draw lines. You have to stand up for, for the truth and what's right. You know,
0: if not, it's more important than me, you know, <laughs> It's. I mean, so how did you, did you, did you come to this, um, Idea of liberty uh, just happenstancely. Is it something that's kind of evolved recently, or is it you know, kind of a, a long time thing with you?
1: Yeah, it's been a long time. The only um, person that I like really, really openly um, promoted was um, Ron Paul. Um, back what was that what was that two thousand eight? Yeah, man. Um, but I kind of woke up to a lot of the, the truth. <laughs> of how crazy this world was like not far after 9-11 happened. And I I started really like being like, Oh, well, everything is not as it seems out here in the world. (laughs) Um, And uh, I, I started really realizing that the paradigm of of both sides were mostly one side. Um, And the, the, the elites of this world were, we're preying on the power structures and uh, there's good, I believe there's good guys on both sides as well. You know, when I say both sides, you know, I'm talking about Republican Democrat. Indoctrinated (laughs) souls,
0: man. Yeah. You guys have never (laughs) seen (laughs) shit. The,
1: the more logical answer for me is I believe in humanity. I believe that there's, there's greater good in each individual person as a collective whole than there is in consolidated power. So the, The logic of making the government structure smaller and keeping the people a more powerful entity, it just makes logical sense to me. And I believe that's the way this country was constructed in the beginning. And we've just slowly crept away
0: from it, you know oh yeah yeah no i mean trust me i get into some some way backs like the anti-federalists and all that kind of stuff which were absolutely prophets in terms of when they were like hey guys uh this thing's really it's not going to last it's going to fail and it's going to fail super super bad like worse than any empire in history is going to fail and you're sitting there like these guys knocked it out of the park 85 times with all their writings and you're like nobody taught us this stuff (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's weird I, like I, I i so like you, you kind of just came to this it's it's not something that you you kind of were like hey man like where are the books it's just more of a natural philosophy then well
1: yeah i mean i i study i like i like history and i study history and i see things in loops not to be cliche but i see things in patterns and i could see patterns repeating themselves in, in our time as past history and i'm like oh this is not the route we want to go you know we're we are the greatest experiment <laughs> that we've seen in history in like thousands of years um, you know america and freedom uh, the freedom people don't that we take things for granted like the ability to own land like the yeah. people don't realize that's a foreign concept for a commoner just a normal human being to own land you know <laughs> it's it's The the ability to be free, seek your own pursuit of happiness. Like this experiment is the coolest thing that's happened in, in
0: 2000 years, in my opinion. Um, and you think we're going to get better at it here? Like, like we're in a little revolution right now. You think we're going to get better at it in this revolution?
1: I, I, I do, but it's, it's a, only because of faith. Like it's either going to get um, on a mathematical or loop based, it's either going to get way worse or way better or a combination <laughs> of both. <laughs> but we're not right. Yeah, I'm not wrong at all. That's something I would, I would bet the bank on. And uh, we're not in a coasting period. We are reaching tipping points here. And I, I believe that people are waking up and people the average person wants what's right for the individual. The average person wants freedom. The average person loves um, the human race uh, and wants what's best for the human race. And, you know, will it, will it be able to unite under that love? If we could all unite under love, it's, it's impossible. Like it's done. Like it, they could try all they want to control the people. If we unite under love, and I know it sounds cliche, but it's true, yeah. it's doomed. Like, because right now, it's so many people are being fooled by fear, and fears, driving people in this direction, in that direction. And fear is what's separating people. And people are afraid to talk about ideas. People are afraid to not look like a considerate person. People are afraid to take their mask off and breathe in uh, good air. People are afraid to do so much stuff. And. <laughs> It's I truly believe that um, true love casts away all fear. And um, if if people just would unite under that, uh, it would be and hear each other, like talk to each other, listen to each other. There's so many camps that have isolated themselves that agree with other camps that isolated themselves. But since they don't talk to each other and share ideas, they don't realize that a lot of their base ideas. They want the same conclusion. They're just going about it in different ways. And they keep them let on purpose just to divide and conquer because as long as they keep us divided, they can keep running their shenanigans, you know.
0: God, but, I'll tell you what, you could host this show, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. I mean, seriously, you're not, I mean, I talk about this all, all the time, you know, being, being a Marine and seeing the psyops and and everything that we do in terms of pre warfare. Right. It's like, you know, again, it's that lower brain stuff where, you know, if we can, if we can stoke that, man, we're going to make people tribal poking with sticks again. Right. Like, Oh, Hey, is this good? This bad? Right. Like, it's, yeah. it's like <laughs> guys the efficacy of mask was done a long time ago like we know this shit mm-hmm. is this is all bullshit and we know you know that ivermectin is one of those things where you know it's, it's been an antiviral 2015 uh nobel prize winning medication that costs a couple cents yes yeah. like, don't look, don't look at india nothing to see here what are we doing right (laughs) yeah and and now that you know that their their caseload has come you know to a halt because they're using ivermectin over in india right now and it's like oh man i can't talk about this kind of shit anymore yeah i know (laughs) it it proves though that there's so many people who
1: aren't looking into this stuff there's so many people who aren't looking into the stuff because it's just math it's just simple like hey they used it it worked over and, over and over and over and over and over and over again. It doesn't it's it's not a conspiracy theory. It <laughs> The whole word conspiracy has taken on another meaning. Like, you know, when I was a kid, the word conspiracy meant when people got together to conspire on other people. Now, even the word conspiracy in the hearts and minds of people, meaning a far whacked out idea that somebody came up with on the interwebs. <laughs> you know, it's not <laughs> even a definition. Shy. It's not even yeah. It's a it, it, there's a definition to the word, and all throughout history, history people conspire. Even good people conspire, like to say like this is a conspiracy. It's not an outlandish thing. It's like no, that's that's kind of how the human condition does.
0: You know? Yeah, I mean, I, I conspire against Oreos with my wife on occasion. You know, like yeah. we're, i mean yeah. you're going down, right? Like this is it. This is the yeah. moment.
1: Yeah. yeah anyway. no, I, me and my friend, we, uh, we had a friend sleeping in the van and we bought three chicken biscuits and they were the last three, chi- three chicken biscuits and we both ate ours. And then we looked at that other one and we were like, hey man, He's sleeping. He'll never know. And it's like, let's <laughs> split it. And we've conspired on that chicken sandwich.
0: I get that totally. You know? That's my, uh, my dad, man. You snooze, you lose, man. <laughs> yeah. Breakfast comes around and there's extra cinnamon rolls and you weren't here. Whoo, man. You missed a good breakfast. That was a good chicken biscuit, though, man. I ain't gonna lie. Ain't gonna, it <laughs> it's a always better when it's somebody else's chicken biscuit.
1: <laughs> well, I bought it. So, you know, it, it was his. We bought it in attention for his. The sad thing was uh, like breakfast just closed. So we couldn't go back and get another chicken biscuit. that's why we had to conspire
0: yeah what what do they say uh uh, possession is nine tenths of the law you're good yeah it's all it's it's all gravy (laughs) at that point oh man this is fun but yeah man they they totally hoodwink
1: people with trigger words and code words that that literally make people shut their mind off and quit uh investigating an idea and it's fun. It's fun to toy around with ideas that are even a bunk. Why not entertain it if it's alive and it'll never convince you. So, you know, I, I just, the the shutting off of conversations will never make sense to me because there's always something to learn from anybody.
0: It's it's amazing to me too, how offended people are and how oppressed people are uh, that have time to get on a device Created in a, you know, mostly, um, well, I said mostly, a, a contr- even a controlled market, and, you know, jump onto this magical thing and sit there and complain about how bad they're oppressed. And you're like, dude. yeah do you understand like in other countries when people are oppressed what that looks like i mean they're selling people in libya for god's sakes and you're bitching about some microaggression just like shut the fuck up man i don't know i i go down that path you know too far i want to get back into um (laughs) some of i'm with you i'm (laughs) with you because you
1: know my philosophy everybody should be able to be made fun of yeah if you can't Everything should be able to weigh through scrutiny. If you have an idea and it's truthful to you and you believe in it, I'm happy for you. But that idea should be able to be scrutinized. If it is truth, um, then it'll pass all scrutiny. And at the end of the day, it'll just still be, but you know, that's how friends are like my closest friends. They'll make fun of me for anything that I do. Anything that I do they'll they'll totally (laughs) rip apart everything I say. They'll, they'll point out that, hey, I didn't even pronounce that word right, you know, and we have fun with it. You know, that's what friends are for. And so everybody in the in the heart of friendship should be able to make fun of each other. We all know when somebody's being hateful and just saying something to hate. But in these days, anytime somebody just has an opposing idea, then they put the oh, they're a hater label. It's like, come on, we're just not
0: being logical anymore. Yeah, no, it's too much of that offended bullshit out there. And and I, I think it's, I think it's finally kind of crested, you know, I, I think most people are like through it, you know, and, and i thank God, you know, and I, I think between music and comedy, uh, I think those two things save civilizations, man. Like the, the yeah. more people we have doing, you know, real soul, you know, shifting type music and, you know, people that are speaking truth and, and all of these things, like, I think, you know and that's the thing is you know, a lot of times comedy is just a ton of truth with a little bit of a different look at you know what that truth is right versus yeah you know what humanity is so yeah i you know no, i i think it's it's done wonders between that and you know having 500 million guns i think america is you know seeing the other side of this that's our ground.
1: that's our best card we have left is that we still have all those guns you know what i think a comedy is hmm. i think of like the truth for people is like this one big balloon and it gets, sometimes it gets too full and people can't handle the truth and it's too much truth and it's going to pop their balloon. And comedy is just a way to squeak a little of that truth out and, and, and let the balloon deflate a little bit. So it doesn't all pop, you know, because yeah. in honesty, like comedians are really the funniest when they're being truthful and they're saying <laughs> something truthful that, hey we're not supposed to say that yet but she said it and it's like easing that air out of the balloon and it's like okay the balloon's not gonna pop and let a little tension out here and a little tension out there so we need our comedians and we need them to be honest you know
0: yeah uh, i I, agree with saves saves the world (laughs) yeah go out and see their shows as they're going out there too i mean between the artists you know that that are comedians the artists that are playing music whatever it is man if, if people are you know able to get out and see shows of whatever go support those people that are doing amazing things in truth and everything else but uh yeah you, you're exactly right man we're we're getting into almost an hour here um are you excited about friday oh man it's gonna be a blast i'm, I'm stoked to be coming back to atlanta man have
1: you it's played fun. And, yeah I've, I've i've sold that sucker out so yeah we're gonna have a lot
0: of fun dude i'll there. tell you what man I'm I'm telling you, I'm I'm a little bit nervous. I don't get nervous before speeches, but this is a different kind of show. Like this is gonna yeah. be a super fun type of show. Pete Clinianos, I don't know if you know him. Um, he's another podcaster here in Atlanta. He's yeah. gonna come out and uh, and, and kind of be my my special guest, and he's super, super smart, super brilliant guy. And we're gonna try to have just a lot of fun uh together and with a crowd. You know, if you want to come out and join us a little bit and, and yeah, I'll be fun. there hanging. So yeah, right on. I'm all, all, right. I'm all about it is uh it's, it's a it's a room what 300 ish people is that is that right you know i am um my memory is not the best <laughs> I, uh, I, I, I was talking to chris I, the other day who set this up chris goisweta who's been on the show uh before too for you guys you met yeah, you, you, you i've known know chris, chris for a long time, time. Hey, I'm i'm impressed with you because i've known chris for
1: over a decade i believe and i still can't pronounce his last name <laughs>
0: Oh man! I made yeah. sure I was like we <laughs> business to partners, and I was just I <laughs> is, told, right? is it
1: Gwynseda?
0: <laughs>
1: I guess
0: Goy, I, su- I, goy
1: Man, Goy yeah, I just sounded like I was from New England. See, I can't do it. See, so yeah, I'm, I'm I'm glad I'm American because if I was in another language, I'd have a speech impediment. My <laughs> my, uh, my mom's first language was Spanish, and I can't roll my Rs. So oh, I'm man. just happy. I, I'm an American, man.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, well, there's not a whole lot of R rolling in, in the Queens nope. English over here. now. it's nope. – yeah, no, Chris, Chris is great, man. I think um, – you know, I was talking the other day about, you know, getting a, a – you know, h- hiring a manager to start, you know, managing some of this load that's he's just crippling me, man, at this point. And so, yeah, yeah he's been a, a, you know, really great, uh, you know – person to have to to kind of talk about things that i know nothing about man is in you guys have known each other for a while he's been you know i imagine helping you That's with some things right yeah he's definitely been a
1: huge help to me throughout my career man he's he's been awesome we've worked together on quite a few different things over the last decade or so he's he's an awesome dude That's he's really big good. help business-wise but he's a he's a really great dude um
0: regardless yeah <laughs> no, he business-wise he's he's a good guy man I I wanted to say the same thing because, you know, he's obviously, you know, a guy in our our circle that, you know, if we can, you know, have other people, you know, go out there and 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 take advantage, and I say take advantage, like, you know, employ him. Uh, to help them grow their their brand and get them out in front of people. I mean, this is this is that self-licking ice cream cone that I talk about with like growing a liberty economy, right? It's like take care of each other. Yeah. Go out there and promote each other and 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 do anything you can to lift up this community. I think it's to see it totally. all coming together, man, it's amazing.
1: Yeah, people need to do that more often when they see people like are supporting the ideas that they want to support you know, one way they can help support those ideas is support those who are supporting those ideas, you know, and we all need more of that because in this industry, and it it, it takes a lot more than people realize to make everything happen or work, you know, and to, and to compete with the, the evil empire, you know, who has, they have so much like financially. I mean, when they, they don't have soul and they don't have, you know spirit but (laughs) they have all the money in the world and that's what we're competing against to try to get these ideas out there and um for a lot of people subconsciously all they see they don't see the ideas they just see the power and oh this idea is being promoted uh seven days a week, you know, a hundred times a day, then that idea must be right. You know, in the music industry, (laughs) the music industry is the same way. They're like, Oh, this, this band's on every radio station. This must be the greatest song ever. Even though I don't like it, I'm going to learn to like it because obviously it's the new thing, you know, and (laughs) (laughs) they don't realize it's just real estate that they bought up, you know, it has nothing to do with anything. Um, You could take the worst song ever play it nonstop for a month. And people will be singing it in the, even if they hate it, they'll be like, oh, I can't get this song out of 40 my head. years
0: later. Hanson still rocks around <laughs> in my brain once in a while, you know, the mm, popping bop around. <laughs> like what did they do i should be able to you know i guess go after them for uh, punitive damages but no it's (laughs) (laughs) you're exactly right man i have oh this this brings up like maybe we'll even talk about this uh during the show because of of the music industry and like what you said was like just kind of buying some space and how you know this this whole thing works like i haven't listened to the the radio radio in a for, I don't even know how long, man, because I can find better music. And that's another thing that Chris does is like it, when we find good bands and good people we will send each other, Hey man, this, this is kind of my deal. This is kind of your deal. Um, wrapping up. I want, I want to first hit on how and where do we support you? Um,
1: Well, you can find me anywhere by looking up Zach deputy Z-A-C-H-D-E-P-U-T-Y right behind you. Um, If you want to financially support me, it's at Zach Deputy um, at Venmo, Cash App, um, PayPal. But get merch. It, you don't have to just support me. You can buy merch somewhere. There's some merch online. You could buy records, iTunes, go to Spotify. Listen, if you want to mess up the algorithms on Spotify before you go to bed, just press play on Zach Deputy playlist and then mute your phone and go to bed. And then, you yeah, know, I love it let me get those pennies on the dollar. You don't have to do anything. Just let your, your phone go with the volume down. Um, but yeah, I mean anything you do to get my music helps support me and at the end of the day, you know, and, and try to push it out there, but I'm not really on too many playlists. You just have to go directly to my
0: playlist, but a lot of people listen to mine. So it works. I love it, man. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, when, um, when we go out, I'm going to have you maybe do something. But this Friday, ladies and gents, come down to Smith's Old Bar. I know there's probably still some tickets left. Um, we're going to do the live show with me and Pete. And then Zach is going to take us out at 10 o'clock. Uh, the, the The podcast starts at 9 an hour before that. And we're going to have as much fun as we can possibly have. Um, and and really bring, I think, some life and some energy into uh, this Liberty crowd that's down here in the southeast. So, um, Zach, I got a question and, and a request for you. What is your favorite song to beatbox?
1: Mm. Favorite song to
0: beatbox? Probably into the
1: morning, because it's uh, it's all over the place. So the time signatures change. Yeah, probably yeah. into the morning.
0: Yeah. Are you gonna play it on uh, on Friday? I'll play it for you. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, sure. can, you, can you can you give us a little sample and and, and get us an out right here?
1: Oh, I don't, I don't know. Oh, yeah, he's grabbing a this. guitar,
0: ladies and gents. This can you
1: hear this guitar in there? Let's let's see. Maybe if I get really close like this. I got you. I got you. Yeah. yeah. I don't think this is even too. Wait, I didn't
0: plan on this. Close enough. <laughs> Love it.
1: Yeah, that's good (laughs) enough. Yeah.
0: Come down and see Zach and myself on Friday night Smith's old bar. This is just a small sampling of the talent that Zach has. Zach, I am so excited to meet you, man. I'm so I'm I'm you too, uh, brother. I just this is cool as shit, man. And so I appreciate you coming on here and doing this. And I can't wait to to you know get down there Friday night and throw down with you, brother. Yeah, man. I can't wait. Good hang, man. Yeah. Everybody else, we can see you guys Friday. I love you. I need you. Peace. Um, don't hurt people and don't take their that.